there's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it? Or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees. iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Always follow the, follow, follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSEN. Hey, hey, welcome into the program. This is Follow the Money here on VSEN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard. Yes, we are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino. On tap today, over the next three hours, of course, plenty of NFL reaction to Super Wild Card Weekend and the opening numbers for the divisional round. Michael Lombardi, former longtime NFL executive and current VEASAN host on the show in an hour. I can guess that he's going to go scorched earth on at least one, if not two, coaches after this weekend. Michael Gelkin, who covers the Cowboys for the Dallas Morning News on tonight's final game, Paulie, of the uh, wild card round. Huge one. Monday Night Football Cowboys at the Buccaneers. So the game that finished, uh, it only feels like a handful of hours ago, in Cincinnati, the Bengals hung on to beat the Ravens. And how about that landing spot to finish with a seven-point margin of victory, 24-17, right? That opened up six and a half. Yeah. You had, the uh, Paulie, the closing line value because it did go to nine and a half throughout the week. And they came all the way back down, so that could not have been a good landing spot for sports books. Everybody should have won on that game last night. But that, I think so far, that's probably the play of the playoffs. And I'm talking about the Huntley leap from the goal line that was knocked out of his hands. Defensive lineman Sam Hubbard, it goes right into his hands, and he goes almost 100 yards the other way for a touchdown. As I said it on, on Twitter last night, Paulie, that's a potential playoff tilting moment in one game. Yeah. Ravens are going to win the game. Yes, they it are. It was a Harbaugh special. Chew clock, shorten the game, use the rushing attack. They were great. and then I, But that is just silly, and Collinsworth was all over it. If you're going to bring the guys in behind them to push them, you, you don't do both, right? And then you'd go Air Jordan from the two-yard line, right? and he's short. It's ridiculous that they do that, and they're going to win the game, and then 98 yards the other way, and, it, it, and then you, you, you take – you take over with three minutes left, and it comes down. You, you're forced to throw a Hail Mary. The horrible clock management The clock management there. was just, it, come on, man. You've been the head coach here for a long, long time. Oh, my God. Why are you huddling twice? There's 50 seconds left. Yeah. Are you saving your timeouts for when? The preseason in August? Ah. I could not get that move. And then, by the way, Huntley, that's almost completed. That's almost a almost. Hail Mary that's completed. And rest assured, he was going for two oh, on the win. No doubt in my mind. As well. But, I mean, you just that is only the second time in the last 15 seasons where a team lost a playoff game and ran for more than 150 yards and allowed fewer than 250. Yards 364 to 230. Rushing yards 155 to 51. Yep. you got to win that game. You have to. It, it, it just doesn't make any sense why you would tell the guy, plus with Dobbins behind him, I mean, you, you, either you push them, but you don't go, 
You don't go try to jump in from the two-yard line. So that's the problem with the formation, right? When he goes over the top, yeah. there's nobody back there in case there's a leak out. Yeah. There's obviously, I mean, when that when that ball fell right into Hubbard's hands, you don't have a running back. It's like, oh, okay, well, I'll tackle him here at the three-yard line. It's a dead play. No, 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 everybody's gone at that point. And then he just takes off the other way, and Mark Andrews almost caught him, by That's the way. a block in the back, too. I thought it was pretty close. Incredible, though, for Andrews to be in that oh, position. He, just, he was right there. He was booking. Yeah. So excellent that I and if you've listened to this show at all going back to November ish, you know how high I am on this Bengals team. I'll tell you right now, though, I am uh, I'm panicking on my future bets because a third offensive lineman was now lost. And we don't know the severity of uh, the, the injury last night. Yeah. But if if he can't go to make it number three overall, uh, I don't think they beat the Bills. I know they did it last year, and they put it together, and they survived all these sacks. Joe Burrow had to, you know, put up with every single game. I don't. They have to go now back to back potentially to Buffalo, and then KC to go to the Super Bowl. And they might be down three offensive linemen. I can't see that happening. Yep, yep. I tweeted they were going to bury the Bills after the Bills' performance, and then you saw how they struggled Sunday night, and now with the injuries. I thought with the chip on the shoulder, with the coin flip business, and why didn't we get the neutral field game? Uh, why is it Kansas City and Buffalo? I thought these guys would be ticked off, but you're right. When you're down this many guys and dealing with these injuries, maybe it's too much to overcome. But then again, you see the Bills should have lost to a third-string quarterback. Oh, yeah. The turnovers yeah. continue every single game with Buffalo. And they almost blew a really, really big lead. Here's Ravens head coach John Harbaugh on the goal line fumble. I mean, you decide whether you're going to hand it off, take it off the line, hand it back in the backfield, or whether you want a quarterback sneak it. We felt we had a good call. It's a push-sneak play. Uh, um, you know, it wasn't executed just the right way. I mean, Tyler went over the top. That's a Burrow play. He's got to go low on that. That's the way the play's designed. So uh, that was that was two to get it. Uh, you take it off the line of scrimmage, there's a chance. You know, you might score, but there's a chance it gets you in the backfield. Now it's hard to get it on fourth down. So two to get it there from inside the one. We felt like that was the best call. We just didn't execute right. Wow. Did he go? He went rogue. Went rogue. Went rogue. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Couldn't have been the mm. play designed, right? Push in, go low. Why you go high? And the thing God. is, like, the Jags did it with Trevor Lawrence. Well, Trevor Lawrence is 6'5". I mean, well, it's it, also at the one-yard line. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Right. Absolutely. That, too. Yes. This year, push back a little bit more, and you yes. have a short quarterback. Yes. So for him to do that, <sighs> uh, it kind of made sense that he went rogue and uh, did that on his own. He, J.K. Dobbins, after the game, he said he's tired of not getting the ball, tired of being held back, said Huntley should have never been in that position on the sneak. Yeah. He also added, quote, if we would have had Lamar, we would have won, too. End of quote. They, with a healthy Lamar Jackson, they win that game last night. They were the better team. Yep. And uh, either way, that team, I think, would have been live to go to KC and really do some damage. That defense is playing out of their minds right now. Yep. Took it to them for the last three quarters. Yeah, and look at this. Yep. This, is an, this will give you great perspective here from Max Meyer, who, uh, odds maker at Caesars, the live odds right before that play, the Ravens, uh, minus 150, Bengals plus 120. After the Hubbard touchdown, it flipped to the Bengals minus $8, Ravens plus 525. That's how big the swing was. You're going to win that game. They are. But the Bengals did nothing nope. late in this in the, uh, nope. on offense. Nope. How about that? They had the, uh, the running into the punter. That was going to be a three and out. Running into the punter, three fresh downs, and they couldn't even get an inch. Again. So, right, and the touchdown drive was set up because they got the rushing attack going a little bit. So that was it helped the play action, and then he hit Chase a couple times. Uh, but you're right. It was total domination for the last three quarters, and they lose the game. And the other thing, too, don't try to get cute, and don't try to get fancy, right? Some of the play calling and bizarre stuff you saw over the weekend, a throwback to Cousins on third and one. Miami checking it down on fourth and eight, although it worked. Uh, can't get the play in. A third and one end around to a guy who never been in that position before with the Chargers. Didn't even know he was getting the ball. He had no idea he was getting the ball. What Huntley did. Too much garbage yeah. of, what, of what transpired. But I will say this. It was an incredible weekend, and we still got another one to go. Oh, yeah. Because remember, in the wild card round last year, four of the six games were blowouts. And now we looked and there was uh, everything Everything goes over. and Everything is a... Shootout every game and so coming far. down to the wire, crazy. And we had what two dogs went outright, and we could have had four underdogs went outright. Yeah, really. The, the the 49ers were the lone favorite that eventually pulled away and covered and won with ease, and that was because of their great second half performance. They trailed at halftime. I mean, the yep. you're, you're right. I mean, that end around playing the Vikings game as it was developing, I'm like, are they really doing this? 
you got to be bleeping kidding the me. The throwback to Cousins? Oh, my They're God, it was yeah. so bad. You're yeah. going to throw it back to the right. slowest guy in the football field? Yep. And, and the it, Giants had two defenders there waiting for it. Right, right. And it, it, right. And it, worked, it, it happened twice uh, in the same day. As I mentioned, it worked out for Miami because Buffalo blew a tackle. Season on the line with Jefferson, fourth and fourth and uh, eight, you throw a four-yard pass. That had no chance. I don't think he'll ever get over that play. No. Jefferson had one catch for four yards in the second half. Uh-huh. After the game, Cousins, I didn't feel comfortable throwing it up to Jefferson. Keep in mind what happened against Buffalo yeah, sure. when he threw it up for grabs on fourth and a mile and he had one of the best catches in NFL history. Yeah. Don't feel comfortable throwing it up to him with the season on the line. Look, look at Jefferson in the last three games. What happened? One for 15, four for 38, seven for 47, no touchdowns. His salary cap, Kirk Cousins, is more than $47 million next year. They're, they're, right? they're hamstrung. They, what are they going to do with that? Who's yeah. going to who, who would possibly trade for that? They have to bring him back, I would think, right, to play again next year. And he, his overall numbers were fine in the game. I mean, their defense has just got awful. I mean, they, it is. That it was is. so easy for the Giants in almost every <laughs> single possession yesterday. Yeah. Um, but, you, I mean, it's it's fourth and that far, and it's a check down. Season on the line. How, that's how, how do you live with yourself? I didn't want to take a sack, he said. Oh, my God. Never had a And, chance. by the way, he had Cook, uh, who was open. I'm it would have sure. been a one-on-one, and he would if he makes a move, yeah. that's going to go for like 30 yards. Fitting. They lose a one-score game in the playoffs. Yeah. There you go. 11-1 now. First time. My God. Mm. Viking fans, yeah, they, as I tweeted, they torture you every year. You'll get beaten the most painful way possible, right? Maybe, well, you could have, well, they're going to go to San Francisco next week and get buried anyways, but, oh, boy. Yep, here you go. This is Kirk Cousins talking about his final pass after the game. Yeah, just a shell read there. Saw single high. Tried to work Justin. Didn't feel good about putting it up to Justin. And then when I went to progress, I just felt like I was about to get sacked, and I felt like I got to put the ball in play. And if I take, you know, I can't go down with a sack. So I just thought I'd kick it out to uh, TJ. And I had thrown short of the sticks on a few occasions in the game and even going back a few weeks and just felt like, you know, just throwing it short of the sticks isn't the end of the world. It's just, um, you know, it's obviously tight coverage, so didn't have the chance to uh, to pull away. But I just felt like I was going to go down and take a sack if I didn't put it out. Oh, my God. Come on. The Buffalo game. You threw it up for grabs. That guy to. makes an incredible catch. When right. in doubt, just throw it up to Jefferson, right? Take a shot you with can't. him. Oh, come on, Kirk. That's bad, man. To admit that to what he just said. Oh, Jesus. It's like Staley Friday. Well, I mean, how would I rank my players in value of importance? What? That's it, it's easy. Herbert Bosa, Eckler, Williams, that kind of order. I mean, what? Yeah. You're the head coach. How do you make these comments? Uh, all right, football playoffs. It was awesome for the wild card round. One more game to go tonight with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. They are your go-to sportsbook for all things football this playoff season. Celebrate this weekend. Uh, coming up with their divisional round parlay insurance. Then extend the fun throughout the rest of the playoffs with their. Playoffs first touchdown insurance. Log into betrivers.com or download the BetRivers app today to get in on all the action. BetRivers, it's a whole new game. Up next, more reaction to the games from the weekend. Opening numbers in the divisional round as well. They close seven-point favorites on the road in Week 14, and now they're laying seven at home. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. 
My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. VSEN Pro, baby. $9.99, the intro offer. Pro Tools, Pro Picks at a glance. Every pick, every guest, every host, every show. You got to love it. Stay hot, Nigel. The Pro Tips. Get up there now. Be part of the team. VSEN Pro subscriber benefits. The intro offer of $9.99. VSEN.com slash subscribe. Does Brandon Staley have a job by the end of this show? He should have been fired already. But I guess it could come down to money. But I don't care. It's a billion-dollar operation. You can't run it like a mom-and-pop store. Sean Payton is out there. You shouldn't be able to come back from that. Not with the Mike Williams situation. Not when you're plus five in turnovers. Not when you blow a 27-0 to zero lead. It has all the makings. He has to go. But I, I, I think they're going to do the wrong thing and keep him. I'm not going to be surprised if Staley's back next year as a Chargers head coach. I mean, the icing on the cake of all of this, right, is the fact that Sean Payton is there. And according to you know reports, rumors, whatever, Payton would have some interest. Well, no kidding, he would. To go coach and live in L.A. and no. then have Justin Herbert and the talent on that team, yeah. it makes too much sense. Like, if they can get Sean Payton and they elect to keep Brandon Staley, that's all you need to know about the organization. Like, they can't make that move. I mean, if Sean Payton wasn't available... It'd be like, okay, they're probably, de- you know, they're going to keep Staley, they're going to move on. This is really not that big of a story. But with Peyton available, you have to make the move. And I mean, was it all his fault in that game on Saturday night? I'll be the first one to tell you that I think Staley has been a, a joke so far in his two years. Mm-hmm. But I don't, I don't pin that all on him. I mean, Justin Herbert, when he threw the ball to Keenan Allen in the end zone up 24 nothing, he, he had two guys wide open. I went back and watched the play like seven times. He had two guys wide yep. open in the end zone. He completely missed Keenan Allen there. The, the, the missed field goal, obviously, was a big one. Bosa losing his mind, although I know other people have said, I think it was Brett Musburger on this network who said, that's on Staley. That's a lack of leadership. You cannot allow one of your star players to lose his mind like that on the football field. Mm-hmm. And if you had good leadership, that would not happen. Doug Peterson said, I am not going for two unless Bosa gets the penalty. Yeah. Once he got the penalty, I'm going for two. Reason they won the game. Uh, the other thing, though, time, score, situation. Why did you abandon the run in the second half? You have that big lead. Yeah, and the other thing was what this was I'll run down the resume here in the horrible two weeks in a second. Time, score, and situation. You're up 27-0, and you have the ball with three minutes left until halftime. You are getting the ball to start the second half as well. And then you go with that Mickey Mouse crap. With that third and one end around to Bandy, who'd never been in that position, and he, he runs away from the ball. He's like, don't give it to me. Remember yeah. that? You see his reaction? He has no idea he's getting the ball. It's a, it's a, yeah, it was miscommunication. Of course it was. It's a third and one end, and around, end around. He runs away from the ball. And it, not only does he fumble, it goes 10 yards backwards. So instead of sneaking it and getting the first down, and worst case, you go into the locker room up 27, you get the ball, then you got a punt, and Jacksonville gets the ball at midfield, and they score a touchdown. Right. and... and- Paul, do you know why Bandy was in the football game, who's a backup? It's because the original backup got hurt in the game, and the original backup was playing because Mike Williams got hurt the week before. Oh, God. Hello. Yep. This is ridiculous. Chris Sims, after going up 27-0, they called 25 pass plays in just eight run plays. So when you're, yes, it's a no-brainer. 
he should be gone. And a good, but the going back week seventeen, right on playing guys. Williams gets carted off. He still has Herbert in the game, and he has Allen in the game late with Chase Daniel. Right. With guys carted off. That's after one of your best players left the game on a cart. Then this week he says rest over reps about Williams. He also said Williams will travel. He didn't. We saw what Dable did against the Eagles. Why? I don't. You can only use 48 guys. What? I don't know what to do in this situation. Yep. And then the comments about I don't know how to rank in order of importance my top players and what to do there from that standpoint, which is an asinine comment. You're the comment. head coach. Right. It's pretty easy. You don't know. You don't name the starters every single week. And and then you you blow a 27-point lead and you're plus five in the turnover battle. And it's the first time in playoff history a team had been minus five and won a game. That That's in two weeks that's what happened to this guy. And you could have used yep. Williams. Uh, okay, so I'll go even one deeper than that. Playoff teams with a turnover margin of at least four, of at least four, were previously 85-1, and one, with the one loss coming back in 1977, by the way. Playoff teams with a turnover margin of at least three were 167-11. and 11. They had plus five. <laughs> and it wasn't good. And a 27-point lead, not good enough for them. Yeah. Four INTs, three by the same player. Off Trevor Lawrence in the first half. Right, right. And you can't win the game. Yes, I twi- I mean, the, the Jake DeLome game was in play for Lawrence. DeLome at home uh, against Arizona years ago oh, had yeah. five interceptions and a fumble. Yep. I mean, this kid throws four picks right off the bat. I give him credit for how he responded in the second half. That takes guts and moxie. But it's you saw it coming, too. I thought I, I gave up on the game. In the th- so did Al Michaels, apparently. Wake wake up Michaels and Dungey. But that was, I gave up on the game in well, the third quarter. I go, this thing's over. And then, whoop. Here we go. If, if any team is going to blow a lead like this. That's true. Going back. I mean, and, and just watching the game and how that ended in the first half and then to start the second half like they did, could do nothing with the ball, gave it back to Jacksonville. It's like, yeah, this is, uh, they're, they're, they, they can lose this game. There's also this. Um, they scored 17 points. They had three drives that started inside the red zone. They had 17 points. They scored 10 on the other nine drives that they had. Now, I get it. They couldn't run the football. Eckler had 13 for 35, but does that mean that you completely give up on it? No, because it's important to chew clock. That's the other thing. Yeah, you Shorten wind, the game when yeah, you're up there. You wind so. the clock down to one or two seconds every single play snap. Yeah. And then but, you keep running the football. Yeah. But then again, it should have been 27 nothing at halftime, at least. Yeah. That end around garbage. What oh. are you doing? Sneak, oh. the, sneak it and go to halftime. Remember, he was considered a, quote, genius by many, uh, probably 18 months ago. Here's Brandon Staley and how surprised he was by this. Anytime you, you're up 27-7 to 7 at halftime and you've got four takeaways and you end up winning the takeaway margin 4 nothing, you know, it's going to be a killer. Uh, I'm hurting for everybody in that locker room. It's a special group of guys, and, you know, this is the toughest way that you can lose, you know, in the playoffs. Um, and uh, certainly with the way we started the game, that's that's the team that um, I know that we're capable of being. And in the second half, um, we just didn't finish the game. And, you know, we're going to learn a lot from this. And, you know, um, unfortunately, this is the tough side of things. Our season's over, but um, I love everybody in that locker room. And um, this was a step for us, and um, we're going to grow a lot from it. One, we're going to learn a lot from this. Yes. Two, a big step for us here moving forward. Well, I don't think you're going to be part of the team. I mean, there's a good chance, actually. Who knows? I mean, going back again, I know we're all over the place with is he going to be back next year as a head coach, but uh, if they can get Peyton, you got to make that move. You just have to. It's a yeah, no-brainer to It me. is. It is. Herbert, we believe in him. Everyone would be lucky to have a coach like Staley. Eckler, I'd be shocked if he was fired. Derwin James, that's my guy. I believe in him. Okay. I mean, how? How? You don't have Mike Williams. You lost Mike Williams. Right. You didn't have to play anybody. It, that happens. Again, it even the, the GOAT. It happened to Belichick. He did it once in a game against Houston. Yeah. Final game, nothing to play for. Welker tore his ACL. But then you keep the guys in the game after he's carted off. And then you don't have them. Right. And you could have used them. And oh, by the way, like he kind of changed his philosophy. Again, was this the media getting to him? Was this him caving to pressure? Because we saw it in the game against Jacksonville. Again, what, they, the two field goals were, I think, on fourth and four yeah. and fourth and five at or near the goal line. The fourth and three they settled for that Dicker missed. Uh, punting when he typically, you know, going back to last year, and he would not have punted. Like he's kind of, the whole thing that people loved about him is, oh, this guy's going to change the game. And he knows leverage plays and fourth and short. He goes for it all the time. I love this. But then it, it kind of flipped. 
He, I, I think it did. It absolutely he, did. He, he read, he, I don't know if he was reading the internet. I don't know if just like he listened to people, you know, sports radio, TV shows, what, uh, whoever. It got to him. Yeah, and no one's talking about Dicker. He's got to make that kick. He'd only miss one all year. But yeah. I also thought the Staley we're used to would, would go for that on fourth and three. And yeah. I see where Brent's coming from as well. Now, it was a blatant false start that they missed. But Bosa can't get that penalty. Yeah. Again, Peterson told you, I'm kicking the extra point. And then it was a great job by Lawrence over the top, and then that's why they won the game. But that's it's speechless. Yeah, what there, a collapse. There is a uh, poll up right now on Twitter, at VSIN Live. We're asking you, will Staley be the head coach at the end of today's show at uh, 10 a.m. Eastern? <laughs> uh, we've gotten uh, a response here from Paul who says, Spanos is too cheap to pay Peyton. Well, probably. 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 Yep. That's unfortunate. Uh, right. I'm with you. It's a no-brainer. Go get him. Yep. No right now, 65% of the vote. They say he's going to be gone. Uh, I mean, it's it's just it's too easy. It's too easy that he's got to go, right? That's why I'm not going to be surprised if it's like, nah. Knowing, knowing how they operate yeah. and what they've done in the past, they're going to get that. You read those comments from the players. They I, love the guy. I don't know what to do in terms of a meaningless game and who plays and who sits. Yeah. Well, Dable had no problem with it. It was pretty easy. That's egregious. Mm-hmm. And again, the worst part is when the guys carted off, you keep Allen and Herbert in the game. Well, I was screaming at the television. I'm like, what are you doing? Yeah, we said it last week. The, the guy thought he had a loophole when he took over as the head coach. He, he found a, uh, a weakness in the whole the history of the NFL for like 100 years. He's going to change it. Uh, it hasn't exactly gone that way. You cannot. Do you think that team was live? I mean, if they win that oh, game? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Come on. That's the other thing. Williams maybe would have been out for two, two to three yeah. weeks. That's the other thing. Come yeah. on, Staley. Yeah. Yeah, I promise we're going to get to the opening numbers, to the divisional round again. And uh, how about this? the number here, the adjustment in a big spot with a one seed? This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Everything's heating up at Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook, your home, all things football playoffs this season. Celebrate with the divisional round parlay insurance. First touchdown insurance as well. Log into betrivers.com or download the app today to get in on the action. It's a whole new game at Bet Rivers. Here we go, Paulie. We have opening numbers now for the divisional round, and Philly is hosting the Giants. Eagles, think about this for a second. The Eagles <laughs> closed seven. At New York in Week 14, that's the game Philly won 48-22. I don't think it was that close. No. So they closed 17 in Week 18. They won 22-16. That game means nothing to me because the Giants played nobody. Eagles had to have it for the one seed and Hurts. That was his first game back after the injury. So DraftKings opened up Philly eight and a half last night, and uh, that number has now moved to seven everywhere. That's what I thought it would be. Uh, our buddy Al Lasso said, well, he's a Giants fan. He goes, what do you make the number? I said, eight and a half. It, it, you're right, because it wasn't that long ago they played. That, that's 48-14 with a minute left Correct on the road. So I, I know it didn't end well for the Eagles, but then again, as you said, the Giants look great. Danny Dimes look great. The Vikings' defense is a complete and total sieve. So now people are saying, is it 2007? Is it 2011 all over again? Are they going to get hot as a wild card and, and shock the world? But, I mean, the Eagles should be able to take care of business again and uh, and push them around and certainly get stops. And they, they have a much better defense than Minnesota. I saw a bizarre stat regarding the Giants organization. They have not won a playoff game without at least making the Super Bowl or winning the Super Bowl since 1993. Yeah. So meaning when they win at least one playoff game, they, they pretty hot. much win the whole thing. Yeah, they stay hot. Yeah. yeah, but I am surprised by that, though. Like you said, I thought it would be higher, too. All things considered, when they closed seven at the Giants, that's not that long ago, folks. That's week 14. Right. And Hertz was unbelievable in that game. Buried him. And now at home, lane seven? Not so sure. Now, of course, you're going to make adjustments. Giants have been, I mean, they were really good yesterday. Like, But I echo everything that you just said about the Vikings defense. And uh, what do you do with the Eagles? A uh, week off here in between games. Hertz was out for a couple of weeks. You know, yeah, that's so, I mean, big. The adjustments here to the number. They were a well-oiled machine. Remember, think what at the time of the injury, they were so hot. 
with the offense, how the offense looked yep, against yep. Tennessee, no problem. And even though he didn't play, Minshew moved the ball against Dallas, and they looked good. So now they come limping in, and they were, it was never in doubt against the Giants in the final game. But, you know, they played with their food for, for a quarter in that game as well. So, yeah, interesting handicap, tough game, but the Eagles should be able to win and then host the NFC title game. It's right there. Use that rest, and, and we'll see now if Hurts is 100%. Yeah, in the AFC, your Chiefs, they're laying eight and a half at home to the Jags. I do see a couple of nines on the screen right now, and the total is uh, 51 and a half here. Oh, boy, that's a lot of points. There were some nine and a halves out there, too. I mean, what do you think? These teams off these miracle comebacks usually don't fare well the following week. Right, you, you, you're down That's and out. Yeah, I never thought over. about that angle. That does yeah. not that does not go well. Usually, the following week, when the team's off a miracle comeback, and everyone's talking about them for the next four or five days or so. So it's Mahomes at home. He's been great. Uh, again, this is why you get the buy. They it's a rematch. They won by ten in the first meeting and had three turnovers, minus three in the turnover battle in that game. But uh, what we'll see. I mean, it was just so unexpected. Uh, what happened Saturday night? Lawrence had two interceptions in nine games. Then he had two on the first two drives. And since November, he was top five in passer rating and completion percentage, and he looked like that. But then he was he, – but the, the weapons that they have, though. I mean, everything they did in the offseason was criticized. And what are you doing? Ingram, Jones, I mean, they were, they were huge. And uh, who am I missing? Kirk. They all were, were big in the comeback in the second half. Yep. I want you to take the future ticket that you have on the Chiefs out of the equation here for a second. Because the way things are setting up right now, don't you think the Chiefs at plus 145 to win the AFC is a good bet? I know they could get the Bills on a neutral, and they could be a dog in that game if that game takes place. But, I mean, based on current form and how these teams are playing, I mean, I'm starting to really, if the Chiefs get the Bengals, uh, that's going to be a hell of a performance this weekend from Cincy because, again, they're down three offensive linemen as we speak. And... We've seen this now a couple of times, well, recently against the Ravens. Ravens defense, very good. But the Bengals offense, it's not, it's not great shakes. They can't run the football, and if they can't protect no. Burrow, that, they allowed four sacks last night. It felt like he was under pressure the entire game. So I think the Chiefs would be in a good spot to beat that team if it's a neutral against the Bills. Do you like the way the Bills are playing right now? No, not at all. I've been saying that for weeks. Yeah, I, 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 turnover I, yeah. machine. He was sacked seven times. Miami has a lousy defense. Now, I know they gamble, and they were bringing the house all the time, but I mean, the, the, the fumble and the scoop and score, hold on to the ball. I mean, six games this year, Allen's had two or more turnovers. Yeah. So, uh, And then defensively, they let – it wasn't – you know, a lot of it was turnovers, but also how Thompson moved the ball with a third-string quarterback. I'll tell you what, how many drops did Miami have? Oh, my God, it was That's the entire one. game. I mean, they're going to take the lead early. Waddle's wide open for a bomb, and he drops it, so they yeah. didn't help him out. So, you, you've, yes, to answer your question, yes. And you would think Kansas City's able to win comfortably, and then you get that rest, and, and the Bills and the, and the Bengals play a, uh, a close game. And w- what does Cincinnati and Buffalo have left in the tank at that point to go back to back to back after close game, close game? Right, and that's where the bye week and then getting Jacksonville could be such a big... I mean, if they blow... if they, it, you know, I'm just saying here, like it's an 8.5-point spread, 9-point spread. If it's an easy game or kind of they coast to a victory against Jacksonville... Man, going into the AFC title game, current status yep. of these two teams, I would really like the Chiefs. Yeah, Allen is a, uh, you can't trust that guy right now. I know he made some awesome no. throws yesterday, nope. but along with the awesome throws, just it, it's, you're scratching your head watching the guy. Like, where are some of these throws coming from? He also fumbled the ball, carrying yeah. the ball like a loaf of bread on the sideline. Yeah. He had that one. And then, uh, yeah, just, the, he, he, we talked about it Friday where this team continues to turn the ball over at an alarming rate. And guess what happened? I mean, that should have been a blowout. That thing was over. Knox, second touchdown, it's going to be 21 nothing. And the next thing you know, they're losing the game. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, if the Bengals, and this is obviously not going to be the case, but if the Bengals were fully healthy, I think they would go to Buffalo and win this weekend. Yep. But they're not fully healthy. You know, by the way, to go back to a point that you brought up uh, last week, I still can't believe this game's not on a neutral field. I mean, the NFL completely dropped the ball on this. This should not be Cincinnati at Buffalo this should be Cincinnati against Buffalo somewhere on a neutral field. They, right, re- yeah. they really whiffed hardcore on this. They did. They did. Uh, the other thing, we mentioned this last week, the scenario where the winner of the Monday night game would have to go to San Francisco across the country on a short week. Well, that's what's going to happen. 
So now you got to be loving life if you're the 49ers. Well, here's the thing. They had to put that game on a Sunday, right? But how about the Sunday schedule compared to Saturday? Yeah. You have a seven-point spread and an eight-and-a-half or a nine-point spread on Saturday. And then on Sunday, you're going to get potentially either the Cowboys or Tom Brady against that 49ers team along with Bills Bengals. I mean, Sunday is just incredible. What do you make the number? I don't think it's going to go well for Brady. We saw that. We saw the, you know, it could be like, uh, what was it, uh, 2010 that year? The Patriots were 14 and two, roughed up the Jets at home on Monday night, and then Brady was one and done. Yeah. One of the few home losses of his playoff career. But it's just, uh, they just played. It was 45 to seven. Brady didn't have a chance in that game, and how Purdy and that offense is clicking right now. So that game was what, three, three and a half? How, how nuts do you want to go? I mean, that. Depending on what happens tonight, you have to start at six at least. Oh, that's got it's got to be six. I think I don't think you go seven. They're but, killing people. Yeah, eleven I, wins in a row. I think it's probably six. And, and you know, Geno moved it on him. I understand. I mean, the fumble was enormous in the red zone, but yeah. uh, they they held him to seventeen and shut him down in the second half for the most part. No, there's no doubt about it. Brock Purdy was absolutely nervous in the first half, and yes. he's a rookie quarterback. It makes sense, right? First playoff game, he was all over the field. However, that second half, Brock Purdy was. That's exact. That's all you have to do. That's all you have to do. Look at the weapons they have. Look at how open they are. Hey, I'm going to throw a dump off to Debo, and he's going to take it 75 yards for a touchdown. Guys are wide open. Wide open, and they just they have beasts all over the field. I was surprised with the play calling. Oh, they they were throwing, throw, throw, throw. And then McCaffrey had the long run. That's right. You have Debo, and you have McCaffrey. I'd like to see more uh, the rushing attack for San Francisco. But those guys were wide open. Ayuk over the middle, easy, no problem. Couple throws to Kittle, not enough. Uh, for the prop, more on that coming up. Uh, the dump off to Debo, you're right, uh, and and just uh, and finally they got stops late after uh, after they couldn't slow down Metcalf. Ward was terrible. Well, that, the, that, the, that played the, before halftime. It was on. He had the penalty, right? Yeah, he did. Yeah, come on. So you couldn't. Seattle first half money line was a gift. Yeah, I saw this. Uh, Jeff Dini from Pro Football Focus had a really good tweet. Brock Purdy's average depth of target was 12.5 yards. The highest of any starting 49ers quarterback in a game since Garoppolo in 2017 against Houston. So Shanahan's okay. He's like, get out there, sling it, dude. Yeah. I mean, it just, the, the, the way that they have drafted, the way that they have you know put this team together, oh, it's just awesome to watch. It's right there for him. It's right there. Yeah. I can't see Dallas going there and winning. I can't see that either. Nope. Especially how Dak has turned the ball over. Yeah. And now they'll, they'll and how bad the defense has played down the stretch. Yep. It's a great matchup on uh, on paper, though. You're right with the Sunday games. Up next, a recap of the weekend's betting action in win some, lose some. Jacksonville in play. Kirk Cousins' first touchdown. And a $1.4 million bet in play that did not go well. All that coming up next. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with CallShe. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and I'm back for another season of my podcast, Climbing in Heels. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as fully obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. My podcast, Climbing in Heels, is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season, we're taking things up a notch. I'll be talking to some incredible women across so many industries, from models and beauty industry stars to doctors, entrepreneurs, and TV personalities. Climbing in Heels is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Every week, listeners will be able to ask me any questions. I'm answering it all. My life is absolutely crazy with so much going on, and I'm so beyond excited to bring you along for the ride. Whether we're talking red carpet looks, current trends, or products I'm obsessed with, I'm here to be your fashion fairy godmother. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Win Some, Lose Some is presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown sportsbook. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. Were you a winner last night? All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. Oh, my God. Again, it's a top five uh Weekend of the year now in sports. Wild card, super wild card weekend. We have another game tonight. But going through six pages of props, my God, with all the points. Eckler, first touchdown, 5-1. to one. Two touchdowns, plus 320. Knox, did you have it? I did have Knox. There you go. First touchdown, 11-1. to one. Cousins, first touchdown, 40-1. to one. Thought Jefferson got in? Nope, I'll sneak it. Okay. I saw 45 to 1 at other spots. Kirk Cousins with the first TD. I know. Yeah, Knox was the only one that I hit this weekend. Chase, first touchdown, 6 to 1. I had Higgins last night, 8 to 1. They went to him, too, and he almost yes. caught that one in the, by the pylon. Cincinnati to win between 7 and 12 points, plus 430. Will there be a successful two point conversion? Yes, plus 275. Halftime, full time, like soccer. Baltimore, Cincinnati paid six to one. Miss extra point, yes, plus two fifty. Defensive touchdown, plus two forty. And the under from forty-four down to forty. How about the landing spot in that game? I mean, that is a horrible landing spot that that falls seven. Opening six and a half, getting up to nine and a half, coming back down to seven and a half. Boom, falls seven. Uh huh. Horrible. Niners to win between thirteen and eighteen points at Bet Rivers. Plus 430. Jags to win between one and six points. Plus 380. Buffalo to win between one and six. Plus 475. Giants to win between seven and 12 points. Six to one. Barkley to score two touchdowns. Plus 550. Two point conversion in the Miami Buffalo game. Yes, plus 330. Two point conversion in the San Francisco Seattle game. Yes, plus 330. The prop was one and a half. I thought it was going to go over in the first game. Almost did, yeah. DK Metcalf, two touchdowns, 20 to 1. Halftime, full time, Seahawks, Niners, 6 to 1. Seattle first half money line, plus 240. The gift there with this ridiculous penalty and then the long field goal. God. Jags, Chargers, successful two point conversion. Yes, plus 220. Samuel Jr., an interception, 7 to 1. Who had the hat trick? Anybody have that? Who had who had someone would have three interceptions or two? Can my you imagine God. if you could bet on individual players to have three INTs oh, in one my. game? Come on, right? <laughs> oh, it's got to be I, I don't even four hundred to one. Right, Jags in play. I saw as high as twenty eight to one. Chime in if you got higher if you found higher than that, uh, uh, listeners. Let us know. Tweet at us or email now, as well. Did you look when it was twenty seven nothing, or was it when it was twenty seven seven? I think that was twenty seven seven. Yeah. I don't know about that. Right. I didn't, so then, I, I didn't see anything higher than that, though, but I could be wrong. So imagine what it was then. 27 okay. nothing Chargers with the ball. With the ball, right. Someone had $250,000 on Jags' money line. Oh, well, that's a nice one. It paid even money, though. I think he bet it early, but take, take the points. No. God, you never know. Six seeds. Six seeds in the wild card round are on 11-1 and one ATS run. Man U. 3-1, beat Man City. Rashford scored again. Great call, Nigel. Oh, man, that was terrific on Thursday by him. UFC, Nurmaga Medoff by knockout 9-1. Round 1 finish plus 450. Ige. Ig- 
Yeah, you're yeah. good. Okay, round two finish, eight to one. Kapalov, round two finish, ten to one. Vancouver does it again. It took two minutes. Goal in the first ten on the road. Twenty-one and one run for the Vancouver Canucks. Subscribe, be part of the team. Watch the show, vsin.com. We hit every demo here. You'll want to see these videos and these tweets. Eclectic mix as always. Merrimack has gone under 15 straight games. Now you got to be kidding me. Yeah, Ralph Michaels has it. Yep. How is that possible in college basketball? That's ridiculous. <laughs> How low can you put the number? Not low enough. Yeah, right. Going in fresh. How about a mountain goat to start your day? I'm told the... Uh, I can't believe you've never seen this before. Oh, will you stop? What is this? I don't know how it's real. No. It looks like a steroids-induced... In uh, I mean, I don't even that know. That can't be real. Yes. Half gorilla. He's jacked. Half horse. I mean, it's just humongous. He's going to go out there and rip out a pine tree and bench press 1,000 pounds? That's a mountain goat? Evidently. Oh. That's what they're saying. Ah, I, I'm a little skeptical. Yeah. Oh, who knows with some of these videos, but that is... What is that thing? Imagine that. Oh, run away and hide. That is big fella. Oh, there's a person here that's 50 feet away taking video. How yeah. do you not? Sure. Okay. Lose some. We always mention the bridge jumpers on this show. And, uh, you know, I guess you can afford it. But this, I don't care who you are. Bezos, Bezos, does. this is going to sting. A better at DraftKings put $1.4 on the Chargers in play. It was to win $11,000, right? What are you doing? Uh, I have so many questions about this. We'll revisit all of them. We would have to probably bring on Johnny Avella from DraftKings to get like the scoop on the whole thing. Come on. Bill's nine and a half up to 14. Never a chance to cover that number. And the Bills wipe out all the teasers as well. Couple lose some videos. Bill Burr, one of my favorite comedians. A big Boston guy. Tweet, the average football fan will spend 18 months of his life waiting on the results of a challenge flag. <laughs> Brad Allen was out of control in the Buffalo game. Out of control. A game cannot take four hours. Well, it and was, then the uh, challenges and the reviews and all this. And have some control. Jump in and stop the play. How many times? You, oh, long pass. Fourth and six. Incomplete. Wait a second. Before the play, timeout, Buffalo. Get control of the game, Allen. Paul, it was 3.15 Eastern time, and the game was basically going to halftime. Yeah, had to push the second game back. How does Okay, Ridiculous. That, that cannot happen. No. Um, man, and, but I will say this. Last night, the Sunday night game, they had the, uh, the hurry-up replay, and they were making decisions like this. That crew was awesome last night. They did a great job. Yeah, and that's... I mean, how, how do they not have that all the time? My God. Like, let's go. We're going to have a decision in five seconds. We're moving this game forward. Yep, yep. And this was uh, all over social media. Cliff Kingsbury bought a one-way ticket to Thailand. I don't know when I'm coming back. Okay, but he better hurry back soon because apparently uh, if he doesn't express interest in other jobs, it hurts his, affects his buyout. Oh. But Peter Schrager had that on the Fox pregame show. I'll say this. I've never had more respect for Kingsbury in my life. <laughs> yeah, one-way ticket. Uh, that's, Thailand. That's though. the move. Yeah? What do you think of the move going there? I've never been, but no. uh, it's on a dream something. scenario. Okay. Talk, talk to people about Thailand once Okay, ball. sure. Yeah. Las Vegas Chris, the guy who's awesome in like football contests, goes there. He used to go there like every summer. Bangkok. Or, uh, uh, every after the football season's done. Couple bad beats. Chargers money line. I mean, it never happened before. A team was plus five in the turnover battle in a playoff game and lost. Jacksonville never led till the final score at the gun. Kittle, over receiving yards. Come on, these these last two. Purdy throws for 332, and that can't go over? And Jacecki, over. He was 16 and a half. He had two catches for 15 yards. Thompson threw 45 times? Come on. The beat's here. 45 passes. Oh, can you believe the beats I take? Win some, lose some. Presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. If your first wager loses, receive a free bet equal to your stake up to $500. Learn more at betrivers.com. What a weekend, though. It was. I mean, it really, you're calling it a top five weekend now every year on the calendar? Has to be. It's six playoff games. Even if you get a couple blowouts, you're going to have a great time. Yeah, I think that, well... Yesterday, this weekend may have been like the exception, though. I mean, like almost every game was awesome. 
somehow drama. High scoring, I know. Yeah, all the points. Wait till we get to the props that are still alive. The big props. Based on all the high. There was a prop offered at DraftKings. I think it was DraftKings. Well, every team scored 20 points. It was like 100 to 1. I mean, Baltimore's right. If the Ravens score last night. Yeah, Baltimore's right there. You you, you figured a cat. I think both teams will have 20 tonight. Yeah, in terms of the Tampa game, that's a big ticket. Of overall entertainment and drama, even the 49ers game. I mean, they're trailing at halftime. I was concerned. But but even the way like in in a in a you know it, it eventually led to a blowout. That team is so much fun to watch because of who they have uh, at the individual skill positions. I can watch that all day long on a loop. What a call by Kevin Roth, huh? People, oh my God, it's yeah. a monsoon, it's a quagmire, no, no. And then the sun comes out. Yeah, when the, yeah. like in the second quarter, Roth nailed that. The meteorologist we had on, beautiful. Yeah, that was good. That was uh, again the the radar, the uh, you know the models they have to project the weather. We asked him, like, how much better is it now than 15 years ago? He's like, oh, my God, it's way better. Yeah. You can pinpoint it almost down to a T. All right, let's follow the money here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. So much more to go. Uh, in the next hour, of course, we will get into the Monday night game that we have between the Buccaneers and the Cowboys. Cowboys laying two and a half points in this contest and all the player props to come along with it as well. And up next, former longtime NFL executive, current VEASAN host Michael Lombardi is going to join the show. Is Brandon Staley absolutely getting fired as Chargers head coach? We'll ask him that coming up here on VSIN. There's a new way to bet on things outside of sports with Call She. Maybe you have a thought on TikTok. Will Congress ban it or won't they? Will Taylor Swift's album be album of the year? What about Biden's approval rating or inflation? And a whole lot more. You can trade futures on all of that and make money if you're correct. $20 bonus if you go to callshe.com slash follow the money spelled K-A-L-S-H-I and deposit $50. There is no guarantee of performance and an investor could lose their entire investment, including fees iHeartMedia does not recommend any investments. See further disclosures at callshe.com. It's brand new season two. I'm Marissa Thalberg. And I'm Stephen Wolf Bededa. And we're excited to be back having bigger, bolder, and always real conversations. Straight from the C-suite front lines of marketing, media, and more. We have great friends joining from people you may know, like Wilmer Valderrama and Bobby Burke. And people you'll want to know. So grab a coffee or, hey, even an Aperol Spritz and come join us on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Listen to brand new on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.